Welcome to Paradigm Shift, the podcast about the intersection of business and law. By changing yourself, you can change your business. Now, here's your host, Christina Martini. Welcome to Paradigm Shift. My name is Christina Martini, and I am your host as we explore the intersection of business and law. Today, we're going to be talking about creating wealth and success in your business and in your personal life. Our next guest believes that this process may be easier than you think and has nothing to do with our backgrounds, education, or current status. Creation is about asking questions and not about having the right answer. And building a business is about being you and following what you know and not following the path that others have decided you must follow if you desire to succeed. She teaches that anything is possible and that you can have fun along the way too. It is my pleasure to welcome the highly sought after speaker and best-selling author, Venus Castleberg, to the show. Venus is a business and life coach, holistic healthcare practitioner, self-proclaimed nature fairy, and lifelong devotee of joyful possibility. She is a seasoned entrepreneur and a highly experienced transformational healer and coach. For more than 20 years, she has been studying and practicing a range of modalities, including massage, homeopathy, hypnotherapy, Reiki, nutrition, yoga, and intuitive body work. After discovering the Joy of Business entrepreneurial program and experiencing profound changes in her business and life, Venus began to ground her healing and coaching work in the tools and techniques of access consciousness. She is currently an Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator, Joy of Business Certified Facilitator, Access Bars Facilitator and Practitioner, and Symphony of Possibilities Practitioner. Renowned for her compassion, clarity of vision, and joyful approach to life and business, Venus has developed an impressive track record as a business coach. Through her work, Venus has committed to enabling greater joy and ease in her clients' lives, bodies, and businesses. Based in Salt Lake City, Utah, Venus inspires possibility and clients all over the world through her private consultations and online classes. She is the host of Outside the Impossible on Ohm Times Radio. It is my pleasure to welcome Venus Castleberg to the show. Oh, thank you, Tina. Thank you for having me. So I'm really excited about our conversation today. We've got a lot of different things to explore. And I think to set a context for our listeners today, I'm sure everybody would love to hear a little bit more about you and your background and how you got launched onto your current professional and personal path. <laughs> well, that's a long story, but I'll tell you the abbreviated <laughs> version. <laughs> okay. I would honestly say that I've always been curious. So people call that a seeker. Like there are just people that want to learn. And I have been hungry for learning things forever. Like ever since I can remember, I was even the why kid. Like, why does that happen? Why does that happen? And I still call myself the why kid because I still feel like I ask questions a lot. And in my 20s, I got, you know, into the partying scene and and having fun, but I was like, really kind of like, there's got to be more to life. I mean, this is fun and all, but what else is there? And I really couldn't figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I was, I felt kind of really lost. I was, had been a bartender and a waitress and I was like, okay, I'm not going to be a bartender when I'm 50. That's just not my chosen <laughs> career path. <laughs> 
but, you know, I went to school for art and my, you know, my dad told me I should get a real job because art isn't, you know, a lucrative job. So suffice it to say, I went, I actually got a stewardess job on a yacht as just some way to like travel for a while, get out of debt, kind of maybe reset myself. Like, what do I want to do? And -hmm. I came back from that and I was like talking to one of my really good friends and I'm like, I still don't know what I want to do. And he said, well, why don't you go to massage school? That'll give you something to do and you can make decent money at it until you figure out what you want to do. And I was about two weeks into massage school and I realized that I was headed in the right direction. We didn't say, didn't know that that would be like my forever thing, but Mm -hmm. being of service to people and making them feel better, making their bodies feel better. It started with their bodies and then I broke my arm. And so when you break your arm, you can't massage. So I started studying things like nutrition and hypnotherapy and and it was just this constant, like, I think I have like 20 modalities that I've studied because I just, I love to learn and I love to see what else might help people feel better. In hindsight, I studied a lot of those things thinking that I was broken and I needed to be fixed and subsequently then thought everybody else needed to be fixed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then after discovering access consciousness, It was a different modality. I realized, oh, I'm not broken and I don't need to be fixed. And so does neither does anybody else. So my path now after eight years has been more about helping people have more joy and more ease in their lives to create wealth, to create abundance, to be happy (laughs) instead of approaching it from they need to be fixed and I have the tool to fix them. Well, that's really very, I love how you encapsulated so much in a very short window. We're going to be exploring a lot of what you just said and unpacking it over the course of our time together. So you've mentioned some pretty important things here about what your current path is. And one of the questions I've got is, and you've shared you know, a couple of them with us, but Were there certain aha moments or inflection points? You mentioned breaking your arm, for example. Were there certain, and you mentioned also that you grew up in Alaska, which I find really fascinating. I haven't many people who were born and raised there. We, I'm sure our listeners would love to hear, as you got on your current path, you realized that you love these different modalities that you've studied. You, I think, are a healer in many ways. What sort of aha moments or inflection points have you experienced over the past few years that have really resonated with you in terms of determining your current path? Well, I definitely mentioned it. The biggest piece, just realizing that I wasn't broken and then, you know, realizing nobody else is broken. And when your entire journey of healthcare field, alternative healthcare field, which was mine, is about every time you meet somebody, they're like talking about their problems. And then you approach them from, oh, I have the tool that can fix that. I have the tool. Not many people wanted my help. (laughs) And I have no idea why, because nobody wants to think that they're broken. Nobody wants to think that they have a problem. Nobody wants to think that they need to be fixed. So my realizing I was not broken was pivotal. 
And you mentioned the broken arm. The broken arm definitely shifted gears for me because I realized my bone, my, it was an ATV accident and the bone in my arm shattered into hundreds of pieces. So, and I knew because I had had enough time in the alternative healthcare field that somehow my bone should not have done that. And so that sent me down like, okay, studying nutrition and studying health and like, how do we strengthen our bodies and nourish our bodies instead of deplete them and strain them? And so that was definitely, that woke me up to like, okay, the partying that I was doing was had to stop. And so I just stopped. I walked away cold Turkey and then chose a life of, of health and well-being and learning. I'd say definitely lots of learning. I don't by any means think I have it figured out. And at the same time, I've definitely had some shifts. The other one was realizing that judgment kills mm-hmm. and it destroys. It destroys. So if you're if you're trying to create something and you're judging it, you'll destroy it. And you can take that into your relationships. You can take that into your business. You can take that with your money flows. It stops what's possible. And my biggest target right now is to create wealth through cultivating gratitude. And if you're grateful, everything grows. So if you're grateful for the penny that you have, it will multiply. But if you're judging the penny that you have, it will go away, (laughs) right? It's just like your friends. Like if you judge your friends, they're going to go away. But if you're grateful for your friends, they tend to want to hang around you more. So that has also been a huge shift for me and just finding gratitude for everything, even the struggles and the challenges. Well, I'm looking forward to unpacking that more as we talk, particularly as it relates to some of the business advice that we're going to be delving into, particularly in part two of our conversation. One thing you've mentioned, and I'm sure our listeners uh, recognize the name Access Consciousness because we've had a couple of other folks on this podcast that are part of Access Consciousness and teaching that framework. Can you explain for those of our listeners who may not be familiar with Access Consciousness, what it is and why its teachings are so important? Absolutely. Thank you for the question. Well, I'll just, let's start with the definition of consciousness. Consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. So it's this realm of everything's included. Every choice that you choose is accepted. It's allowed. It's, there's not a wrong choice. There's not a bad choice. There's also not a right choice. There's also not a good choice. It's like you get to choose something and you get to see the results of that choice. <laughs> like mm-hmm. whether it works out or it doesn't work out, it's not bad or wrong. It's just like, but you chose something. So for instance, I set up an Airbnb and I really thought I loved the creation of it. I loved the setting up of it. I loved having it. I know that I will have an Airbnb business, but the way that I had gone about it was like, oh, I don't actually want to rent out my own house as an Airbnb. That -hmm. part didn't work, but I wouldn't have known that if I didn't actually choose it and try it on and experiment with it and then go, oh, okay, well, this, I like this aspects, these aspects of it. I don't particularly like this aspect of it. So how can I choose something different here? So that's just one of those like, like really acknowledging that our choices create, and then we can decipher whether that's working or not. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Right. (laughs) 
So access consciousness is a set of tools and processes that contribute to creating the life you want to live, whatever that life is, and however you want to live it. If you want to eat bonbons and watch Netflix, you can totally choose that. Is that creating what you want in your life? You get to look at that, but there's no judgment. You're not wrong. But if you'd like to change it, you'd like to choose something different. There's a bunch of tools that we have that can help create that. How difficult is it in your work with people? How difficult is it? It sounds very simple, right? Choosing the life you want. Mm -hmm. How difficult is it though, for people to really do, to really know themselves well enough and to do the inner work that's needed to even really know what they want? Well, you could do it the way that I did it and found all the things I didn't want first. (laughs) (laughs) That's one way that you totally can. You could just try a bunch of things and realize, okay, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. I had somebody once tell me, and I, it really stuck with me. It's like, because a lot of people say, well, I need a why, or I need to know what I'm creating. Actually, what and why comes from just living your life. It's not, it's not that you necessarily know everything that you want up front. You start to discover that as you're living your life. You're like, oh, I'm on a plane. I think I'd really like to start riding first class, right? But you don't know that because you got until the first time you get on a plane mm-hmm. and then you're sitting in business class or in, in general population. And you're like, okay, I think that looks way better. But it's, so it's that suddenly realizing you can have more than what you have by just by asking for it, but by seeing it first, by living it first, relationships are the same way. How many relationships have you had that didn't work, but you became very clear about what you'd like to create because you saw the things that didn't work. And then you start asking for things that did work. Business, same thing. I mean, the people, Charles Branson, super, everybody knows Virgin Airlines and like the Virgin brand, he's everywhere, right? He's in mobility, but he has a book out and he talks about like the failing in business as well. Like the Mm -hmm. willingness to, to try something and then to fail at it, but then he learns and then creates something even greater. So I'd, I'd also maybe encourage people to not be afraid to fail. Because you just try it. And again, if you don't like it, try something different. And over time, you'll start to develop your why or what you really want to create just by living your life. So it's risk-taking. I mean, it sounds like you're encouraging folks to to be willing to fail, which for many is something that they have a hard time with and struggle with is taking risks because inherent in risk is the possibility that things don't go to plan. Right. Well, and I think that that word fail actually is part of the twist in our universe Mm -hmm. because we're taught very young as children that you are not allowed to fail. You can't fail this course. You have to pass this course. You have to get good grades so that you can move out of school and go on to something else. I guess what I'm talking about is what you just said is a different type of failure. It's like, yeah, take a risk, take a chance. Like you don't, if you really want a relationship of your dreams, you're not going to find them. They're not probably going to come knock on your door. Maybe every once in a while, maybe the plumber will come knock on your door. But most of the time, you're going to find somebody that you really want in your life by getting outside. It's not going to happen. You know, it's the same thing with business. You're not going to find a business that you really love doing 
if you're not willing to leave your house. That is true. You cannot. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe by zoom, you know, we've all learned in COVID and we'll talk a little bit more about COVID and its impact on everything in a little bit, but yeah, I mean, zoom is maybe an, but at the end of the day, you can't really have a relationship with somebody without really being with them in, you know, every sense of the word in terms of really getting to know them really and knowing yourself and learning about yourself in the process of having relationships with people, whether they're romantic relationships with your family, with your friends, with your colleagues, it's all about, you know, learning about yourself in the process of learning about others. Yeah. So I would love to dig in now. You are an author, a businesswoman, entrepreneur, and coach among other things. And you have a best-selling book here to forever, finally free to be me. We would love to hear more about the book and what inspired you to write it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So at first the book was like kind of a bucket list thing. It was like, I think I'm just, I'd like to write a book. <laughs> and I didn't actually know what was going to come through. And as I sat down every day and just wrote this book came through that was a story of my life. And my life mission for a long time was that I was looking for the one, looking for somebody else to feel whole, perfect, and complete. Because again, as I said in the beginning, I felt like I was broken. So I thought maybe this modality would fix me or this relationship would fix me. Or maybe if I moved to this place, I would find myself. But ultimately, really realizing that everything that I had been seeking outside of myself was within and that I was the one that I had always been looking for. So it's just my personal journey. And then in the back of the book are some tools and processes that I use to help me get through that stuck energy of feeling like I was broken. So talk to us about how your personal journey. And you've mentioned how you learned many different modalities, including Reiki, hypnotherapy, homeopathy, yoga, tarot, shamanism. Explain to us how you continue to incorporate your learnings in those modalities. It's pretty clear that those helped you along your own personal journey. How do you continue to incorporate those modalities into the teaching and coaching that you do today? Thank you. Great question. Actually, it's a little different now. I believe that we are all given possible tools that can change what we're willing to change in the moment. And when I was approaching everything as things were broken and they needed to be fixed, mostly myself, mm -hmm. <laughs> all of those modalities played into that and helped quite a bit. But when I discovered access consciousness, I realized there was nothing that needed to be fixed. It was more about creating a life that we love than I don't use those tools. I know that each one of those tools helped me at that time, but they aren't what I actually use now. I use just the access consciousness tools because I've seen the changes. The changes happen so fast and with great ease, and there's so much more joy in it. It's, I guess, in a way, it's a lot more fun for me to facilitate these tools. And there's a lot of different tools in access consciousness. So we also don't like, you know, I'm a joy of business certified facilitator. I'm a certified facilitator of access consciousness. 
we have body processes, we have the bars, we have, so there's a lot of different things in access consciousness that are really all designed to create greater freedom in your life. And I just love them. So that's, they, all the modalities shaped me and this is what I choose to do now. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about your experience facilitating, being a facilitator of access consciousness and the different tools. I'm sure that our listeners would love to hear maybe a couple of examples of, without mentioning names because of privacy, but maybe a couple of examples of how you have facilitated programs and watched how this has really shifted people and how they approach their lives and their business. Mm, Beautiful. Well, I would first like to start with my partner's daughter. She's not officially my stepdaughter, but we did live together in her later teen years when the first time she got her bars run her bar. So the bars is a 32 points on the head and it, my mom likes to call it a brain colonic, but it basically gets (laughs) rid of all the crap. (laughs) And because all of it's almost like a hard drive of a computer, our brain gets kind of bogged down. So the bars helps clear all this stuff out as if you were cleaning off the hard drive of your computer. And then you can choose a life that you love. Well, my, I call her my daughter, but my daughter at the time was self-harming and suicidal. And the first time she had her bars run, she was like, oh, that was nice. And she didn't really say anything. And then the second time she had her bars run, she stopped self-harming and she was no longer suicidal. And she went on to like create her life. She got a full ride scholarship to college. She is a harp major, which is the music harp. Wow. And she's just absolutely beautiful, stunning human being. And she's like not the same person. And I know that I'll share Dane's, Dr. Dane here. He was similar. He was suicidal and he had his bars run once. So I've definitely seen the bars change people's lives in ways that you can't imagine. And it's different for everybody but it definitely allows us to get rid of like programmings and things that were taught as children so that we can then choose a life that we love and choose a life that works for us. Not based on what somebody else says we should do, but based on what we want to do. What do we want to choose? And that's, yeah, that's the bars. I also facilitate business done different classes and I absolutely love seeing people really step into their potential and the possibilities that they have with business when they get rid of the stories that they don't, they can't, don't have what it takes, that they can't create what they really want to create. It's a bunch of tools and processes that just help you get free of all that junk that then allows you to create whatever you want to create. And I've had businesses that have just skyrocketed, just working with them one-on-one. I had an insurance company that increased its revenue by 300% in six months. That's pretty remarkable. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, and that was just using the tools of access consciousness and in a way getting out of our own way (laughs) because we're the only thing that stops us from being successful. And usually it stems from judgment, but we can talk about that a little more later. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So you mentioned running the bars as we're getting to getting ready to wind down the first segment of our time together. 
Can you take like maybe a minute or to explain a little bit further what that looks like and what that means? Sure, absolutely. So like I said, it's 32 points on the head. Somebody will run the bars on you. So basically they lightly touch your head. The reason why it's called the bars is because between your fingertips on either side of your head, it runs an energetic bar through that part of the brain. And there are different parts of the brain where different things live, like money is in one part of the brain, your implant band, which is kind of all the thoughts, feelings, and emotions of other people. We have joy and sadness. We have bodies, healing. So those sorts of things. So all the points of view we have about these things often keep us from being able to create what we really want to create in life. So if you have a belief that bodies fall apart and they get old and they, you know, then we have a thing called the aging toaster we run that, it actually clears out a lot of that belief about getting older and and the body falling apart. And then you can choose a vibrant body. You could choose to live for as long as you wanted to live. And then when you were ready to die, just go to sleep and not wake up, but not because your body was falling apart. But the body falling apart is a belief system. Money, you know, how much money we have is usually based on belief system. So this, this just clears out all those programs, stories, and beliefs, and then you get the choice to choose what you want to create. And it is done by somebody else. Somebody else does run your bars, but there are tons of, there are thousands of practitioners around the world that teach the bars and you can learn the bars. You can spend a day learning how to do it. You can then run bars on your family, your friends. The cool thing about once you learn the bars is when you're giving a session, you're also receiving a session. So you benefit when you're also facilitating, which is very different than anything else I'd ever studied before. That sounds really cool and can't wait to learn more about it. And I'm sure we'll talk about it a bit more in our next segment. But before we wind down the first part of our interview, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners about what we've discussed so far? And also, where can our listeners find you? Well, I would just like to encourage everybody to get that they are not broken and that you are whole, perfect, complete, exactly the way you are and exactly the way that you're not. And you're not broken because you're you're not like somebody else. You're just you. And you have something to contribute to this world by being you. Yeah. So finding me, I have venuscastleberg.com. There's the different modalities and stuff that I do inside of Access Consciousness are there, business, relationships. And I also am on social media, venus underscore castleberg and Instagram and venuscastlebergcf in Facebook. Great. Well, I've really enjoyed the first part of our conversation and really look forward to the second part. Me too. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Paradigm Shift. We hope that you've enjoyed part one of our conversation with Venus Castleberg and that you will join us next week for part two of our conversation. I'm your host, Christina Martini. Please look for our weekly episodes every Tuesday. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please visit us at www.paradigmshiftshow.com. We would love to hear from you. 
Please look for new episodes of Paradigm Shift every Tuesday.